Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, my friends. Simon Miller here. And look, here we are in February. Wrestling has gone so mad... I've run away to an undisclosed location. That's not true at all. It sounds kind of fun. But of course, over the weekend, everything went mad with Roman Reigns, The Rock, and Cody Rhodes. Look, I'll level with you as long as you level with me. No, I no longer know what the flub is going on. But as I've told you before, I am Dr. Robotnik. I love the chaos. So while this should have been really straightforward, I kind of am having a good time. Whoops. But forget all about all of that or put it in your brains. We are going to talk about it. And also remember that WrestleMania obviously is very close. And what culture is having a live show? So if you look on the screen right now and you look in the description below, you will find a link. So if you want to come have some fun on the Sunday of WrestleMania weekend with me and my what culture buddies, that's what you should do. Otherwise, I'll be really, really sad. And nobody wants that. Let's up those downs. We did indeed start with all the madness that had happened on Friday Night Smackdown with The Rock. Somebody who really wanted to talk about this was Seth Rollins, and he came to the ring. Now, he also wanted to put his attention onto Cody Rhodes. This is when Michael Cole on commentary was all like, oh my gosh, we've seen all this hoopla that has happened over the last few days. So either one, WWE is totally bamboozled by this, and they're trying to lean into it, or two, this was the plan. I'll let you make your own minds up. Cody eventually did join Seth Rollins as well, and this is when, in the crowd, we got Rocky Suckchance. And even Michael Cole on commentary was like, oh, what is it, 1996 again? And look, never in my wildest dreams did I ever think I'd hear this. 2024 is totally insane. Rollins also had an amazing reaction to this because his laugh was definitely real. It was like, well, shrug emoji. I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't think I was going to hear that one. Now, a lot of this was damage control, because obviously Roman Reigns had basically taken a crap on the World Heavyweight Championship. So Seth made a point of saying, uh-uh, pal, this is the most prestigious title there is in the entire business. He also got cheered his. He was like, ah see, I did get a pop. So now these two are also firing shots at each other. But I don't think they're going to have a match. This is why Cody needs him and he needs Cody. At first, I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Although, though, Seth did double down and explain himself because he needs to know that he's better than when the last time him and Cody fought. Because, of course, back then, the American dream whooped his ass. I then laughed out loud because Drew McIntyre came and joined the party. This guy does not care, especially because the T-shirt he was wearing that you can buy right now, it is a gravestone, and on it, it basically says... Here lies CM Punk's WrestleMania main event. If you want to talk about chaos, he's Mr. Chaos. McIntyre then claimed that this segment was meant to him setting up his big WrestleMania match against Seth Rollins. That's why Cody needs to go finish his story, do it for the fans, do it for himself, and do it for your dad. Once again, Drew was so nonchalant about all of this, he does not give a flap. And Rollins agreed with me too because he called Drew McIntyre a prick, which was also funny. When he was like, wait a minute, even if I don't face Cody, why would I face you, you Scottish idiot? 
I've already beat you a thousand times. And then McIntyre's like, oh, well, you want to talk about that, did you? Well, Cody is three to nothing up over you. It's like kids fighting. The best line that Drew did drop is the only reason they're having this conversation is because nobody wants to go after the bloodline anymore because you can't win that championship because Roman's family always interferes. And honestly, we as wrestling fans don't come together over much, but I would imagine 100% of people did go, yeah, he's right. This is when it was quite clear that WWE is stalling for time because before Cody got to say anything, <laughs> Drew McIntyre just headbutted Seth Rollins, so Rhodes took Drew and he threw him out of the ring. So as I stand here on Tuesday, whatever the flub it is, the 6th of February, no, we don't know what Cody Rhodes is doing at WrestleMania 40, which is totally nuts, because even as of a week ago, this was the easiest thing ever. I don't know why I'm tapping my wrist. So even though this probably wasn't the right path to pick, like I've already told you, I'm having the best time, because you wake up every day, <laughs> there's just a new part of this to read. So I am going to give it an up, because look, I love wrestling, but it ain't that important, and if it makes me feel this good... Well, it must be doing something right. But of course, you know the three words, we want coding. Yeah, I'm going to throw it down in there as well, because after this, we did get told that after a house show, Shinsuke Nakamura had spat mist in Cody's face. So now we have to do that match again. Listen, I'm a positive Pete. Even I was like, no, man, I don't want to see it again. So once again, stalling for time, down. The Creeds were then back on Raw hell did they go? But it was them versus Imperium versus DIY versus The New Day. And the winners of this were going to face Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne. And the winners of that are going to go on to Australia to take on the Judgment Day for the tag tiles. Or something like that. They were all just so good, though, they were having a terrific wrestling match when Xavier Woods got the hot tag. And my word, he was running wild. When Johnny Gargano was like, well, I don't think that's very fair, dude. And he wrecked him with a DDT. The Mother Champa saw his buddy doing well, so they came together to double dives when it was Julius Creed's turn. And I've told you about this. It's the equivalent of... Can't help but enjoy it. The whole pack was then fighting and doing crazy stuff on the top rope into a pile when Tommaso Ciampa went, well, I can top that. And he did this mad, mad avalanche air raid crash. Seriously, you've got to go watch it. And we had all the numbers as well. We did the Tower of Doom, and I love a good Todd. Shouldn't have said it. That sounded terrible. Which is when Brutus wanted to outdo his brother, so he was doing Brutus balls, when he was also applying ankle locks. When Julius was back, he was like, I tell you what is underutilized in 2024, the suplex. So he did every single one of them. This is when Gargano and Ciampa panicked because they saw they were about to lose, so they brought up the submission. Went from nowhere. They just did the meet in the middle on Brutus. And then I think Johnny tried to make the pin when he realized, oh, I'm not a legal man. So Tommaso got rid of him. He did jump on top. He got the one, two, three. And this is all the proof that you needed that Triple H is still booking the show. Because now on SmackDown, we are doing Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne versus DIY. I mean, that's the most NXT match ever. Also, this was super duper fun. Uh, we then learned we are indeed getting qualifiers for the women's elimination match, which means next, Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch. Before this, they yelled at each other. I don't want to, you know, make too much of a prediction. I don't think they like each other at all. The good news, though, is that these two always have good chemistry, although there is bad news as well. And that is whatever momentum Shayna Baszler was going to have by defeating Ronda Rousey, well, that is now totally out the window. People barely talk about it anymore. Because I'm in one of those moods. Giving it down. What am I looking at? Now, she was really mad here because she took Becky's hand and she stomped it right into Simba the Still Steps. When she remembers, she loved a good old German suplex. Guten Tag. Becky then fired back with a missile drop kick, but all that did would piss Baszler off because she had charged her meter up by this time and she was reversing all of Becky Lynch's signature moves. 
so she is on point with her Y reversals. Becky still tried for the armbar, but instead she got gut-wrenched when Baszler finally decided, ha ha, now I'm gonna put you in the Kirafuda clutch. But I think Becky must have been asleep because she just went, well, I don't want that. She hit the manhandle slam, one, two, three. Like if you'd fallen asleep, you would have missed it. Obviously, nobody can watch Raw in their sleep. We can see what we're doing here, though. We are rebuilding Becky Lynch, so she can take on Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania 40. And look, given the other shenanigans, I think that should probably be the main event of WrestleMania Night 1. I mean, at least we have a long-term story there that we are going to pull the trigger on. This is all right. Big Morgan also then revealed she will be in a qualifier match next week against Zoe Stark. But before then, she also wants to get revenge on Rhea Ripley. I was a bit like, Liv... Just a really bad idea. This is when we saw the footage of Cody getting spat in the face by Shinsuke Nakamura. And I was honestly like, man, it's like doing a guild side quest in the Elder Scrolls and you finish it when the quest giver turns around and goes, ha, ha, now you've got to do it again. I'm turning it off. Emma Pierce is also talking to Drew McIntyre and he find him once again. No one can argue this. He was like, listen, bro, you keep attacking people. It's not allowed. Fair point. They were really falling out as well when on the screen behind them, Rhea Ripley started to make her entrance, which for some reason distracted Adam. But this is when McIntyre dropped the interesting line, at least she is a leader. So we haven't left this Drew McIntyre Judgment Day stuff just yet. Maybe that's how he finally becomes the champion. Either way, Rhea was here and she was super mad. She doesn't even care about the Elimination Chamber that's going down in her hometown of Australia because she just wants to whip Nia Jax's ass. Well, actually, no, she said she wanted to rip Nia's head off when Adam Pearce walked out and he was like, you know, it's not the time for that. Like, yeah, Rhea, we all know that Thursdays is when you're allowed to rip people's heads off. I was like, Pierce, what are you talking about? To be fair, he was trying to sort stuff out because we are going to do Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. Surprise, surprise, it is going to go down at the pay-per-view premium live event. He then told Ripley to leave because we were done here, but of course that was never going to happen. And instead, Nia Jax came storming out. My word, she wrecked absolutely everyone, including the security guards, when she flattened Rhea Ripley with an annihilator and was like, see you in Australia. So of course she is going to lose at the PLE, but you've got to call a spade a spade. Ever since Nia Jax has returned to WWE... I think she's been flubbing great. Rhea is also one of the biggest stars in the company. I'm so looking forward to this. I mean, it just works. Not everything has to be, oh my gosh, where did that come from? Sometimes, I'm doing it again. You can just stick to your story. Give me a nap. We got some media reaction to The Rock's return. I don't know what to make of this anymore. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take this piece of paper I found. I'm going to cover my eyes with it. I don't know what I'm doing. Then we got a mixed tag. And now look, as a man who wrestles, I understand how hard it is. And I don't think we should be saying anything mean about Maxine Dupree. She's only had like three matches and we're putting her on international television. And when you look at it that way, she's doing pretty damn good. Also, yeah, this match didn't really go to plan. She was teaming with Tazawa though to take on Ivar and Valhalla. And essentially it went about two minutes and eventually Ivar went to the top rope. He took Tazawa with him. He gave him the world's strongest slam. We were done. So I'm not sure why we did this, and let's not pretend at one point the team of Tazawa and Maxine Dupree may not be amazing. But yeah, in the little bubble as we were presented here, well, it does have to get it down. Also, Michael Cole's obsession with antlers is getting really, really weird. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Finn Balor and Damian Priest were in the back going, oh man, we don't care who we have to face in Australia. When they turned to JD McDonough and said, don't forget the game plan. Tonight, you have to beat the Miz. I was like, he's definitely going to lose. This is when R-Truth walked in and just loved this man so much because he has totally forgotten about what happened last week. In fact, he just thought it was another initiation and he's totally cool with it. This is when McDonough threatened him. Well, kind of. He had to go have his match with the Miz, so he just left. And Finn Balor was just like a fed up uncle. He was like, I can't deal with you anymore. I'm out too. Now, the real interesting part is that Damian Priest actually said to Truth, you know what? You may as well treat this place like you are at home. And I think this is how Damo is going to get kicked out of the Judgment Day because he has too much love for our truth. I tell you, in terms of wanting to connect with me, I totally understand that. I'm a big fan of this relationship. We also then proved that JD McDonough was full of it, like I've told you. He went to take on The Miz, and he was defeated. Of course, Dominic Mysterio is interfering because they are thick as thieves. When our truth just walked out, he was giving out t-shirts to the crowd. He had this big smile on his face, and I was smiling too. Somebody should make our truth a champion. Look into my eyes, I'm not kidding. Amazingly, this kind of worked as a distraction because all of a sudden the Miz was back in it. And then I think at one point Truth was trying to give some merchandise to Dominic, but instead it kind of put him in a straitjacket. So Miz thumped him. Once again, Truth is the king. He also decided he was going to give McDonough his merch money right there, right then. And bless this JD, he was so happy to finally get it. When he turned around, the Miz was there. He gave him the skull crashing finale. The cash went everywhere, which was a great sight. But he got beaten. Uno, dos, tres. Truth is also running around trying to pick up all this loose change again because he is number one. And yes, I think the Miz and our truth should win the tag team titles. And people go, oh, Simon, I don't want that. Have you seen what has happened over the last three days? I just want a bit of joy in my life. And this would be Super Joy, the greatest superhero of all time. Pinchy and Kaiser were then making Adam Pierce's day even worse. They were like, oh, it is going for the celebration next and everything must be perfect when we continue to tease in what direction is Brom Breaker going to go. The only real shame with this is that it could spell the end of the tag team, the Wolf Dogs, which I'm a big fan of, although maybe we can combine these together. But either way, did you see Bron at Vengeance Day? This guy is going to be a megastar. This is when we got this great video about CM Punk who promises he is going to have the greatest comeback of all time. And look, I never want anyone to get injured because that would make me insane and it's a horrible thing to do. But sometimes you can pull positive things out of negative situations. And I do believe when CM Punk returns, he is going to be a bigger star than ever, which is absolutely redonkulous because he's already a massive star. I get excited about this one. 
he may be about to go supernova. There's also been some rumors that he may join commentary for a while and absolutely do that when it was time for an intercontinental title celebration. I didn't get invited. I'm sure my invitation is just lost in the mail. Imperium and Gunther were all wearing suits and the ring was decked out all nice. When Gunther just ruined this instantly, he was like, man, I don't want no celebration. I was like, Matt, you could have told us that yesterday. The point, though, is that there's no need to do it anymore because it's all a given. He will be champion for 600 days, 700 days, 941 days. He's the absolute best and nobody can stop him. You know what? He's right. I think I got super excited because I felt like my prediction came true because the last few weeks I've been going, Jey Uso should be the man to beat him. So do you know who came out to interrupt? Obviously, it was Jey Uso. And he barely got a word in because instantly Gunther was mocking his pose or his taunt. He was like, that's a simple gesture for simple people. I was like, oh yeah, Gunther's really good at running people down. Then pretending to praise Jey for all of his tag team work because of course he was one half of the longest reigning champions ever. But that just meant he only did 50% off the work. I was like, oh my God, he's killing it. Uso then fired back that it just means if he wants to win the Intercontinental title, he'll have to put 100% in. I was doing the dance of joy again, because yes, do that. Gunther then totally finished him off, though, because he was like, man, it took you 15 years to grow a pair to do this on your own, and I'm going to beat you so badly, you're going to go back to that time when everybody confused you for your brother. Right? Like somebody ring a local medical facility wagon, this guy's dead. Gunther then shoved Jey Uso, who fought right back, which was really dumb, because Imperium were right there, so the numbers game didn't work. But, of course, the New Day hate them as well, so they came out to make the save. The feud continues. I really like this a lot, though, and if I was going to guess from deep down in my tootsie toes, I imagine Jay Uso is about to win this championship when Jimmy Uso interferes. That costs him his shot, and then we set up that WrestleMania match. But once again, I tell you, if you want to make Jay Uso the Intercontinental Champion, I'm not going to moan. He is a proper star now, and we need to capitalize on that. But also, just Gunther. Give him some kind of prize today. He is super good. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura then did one of his videos, and it was kind of hard to care at this point for all the things we've talked about, but he did drop in, we want Cody. And I was like, yes, we all do, Shinsuke, which is why you shouldn't be having this match. Why are we going back in time? It's like Back to the Future Part 4. When we got a women's tag team championship match, and I like this, because I actually think WWE is trying to fix the situation. There's also Kane and Carter and Katana Chance getting their rematch against the Kabuki Warriors. And yes, look, of course they lost here, but at least these things are being featured. It went a good 10 minutes as well as Chance hit a big old dive. But I tell you, when we came back from the commercial, Michael Cole went, oh, Oscar and Kyrie Sane have been in control ever since. I was like, well, I can't do my joke if you tell me. Why has WWE got to ruin everything? Kyrie, I then think, went for a splash, but totally missed. So I laugh again because I am a bad person. Which is when we got the big hot tag two chance. And she ran in there. She did a stomp. One, two, ooh. The challengers then hit the after party, but Oscar broke that up at the last second. When they went for the keg stand, this from the Kabuki Warriors were like, oh man, we're sweating. We've got to stop this. So Sally Four then, Kyrie saw it was coming. She threw Carter into the seal steps when Oscar just booted chance right in the head. We got the insane elbow. One, two, three. And I kind of think, at least until WrestleMania, the Kabuki Warriors will be your champs. Now, Admittedly, this did fall a little bit flat because the crowd didn't really care, but that's because we have to think about the long game here, and we're telling the audience, oh, now you can invest in this because we're actually going to give a damn. So this is me kind of manifesting. I am going to give it an up. Do not stop this, WWE. 2024 is part of the rehab project. 
Thankfully, we have started to take those steps. We then just had the best interview. I mean, Jackie Redman was talking to Sami Zayn, who was kind of sat in the seats in the arena. And that's something else we should talk about. Raw has all these cool little new presentation bits recently. It's freshened up the show. He also talked about coming up short against Roman Reigns at last year's Elimination Chamber. And he also mentioned that Triple H had pulled him aside and said, don't worry, man, you've got nothing to be ashamed of. It's true. He also compared him to Rocky because he doesn't quit, which Sami is now totally bought into he is no longer the underdog, but he's a contender, and he's a contender that is going to win a world championship. Oodalali. So he would not just say that for no reason, so now I'm starting to think, are we going to do Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania? But either way, by the end of 2024, we got two of them now. Sami Zayn should be the world champion. You know it, I know it, we all know it. And it's got me so damn pumped. Give it an up. When we did get to the ball rope match in our main event, it was Cody Rhodes versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And look, of course it was really good. I just sat there the whole time being really confused. Two plus two equals potato. Rhodes did indeed use that rope to smash Nakamura into Rita the ring post when Nakamura said, well, anything you can do, I can do better. So when Cody went for a springboard, he went boop and he pulled him off. That sounded absolutely terrible as well. So let's pretend I didn't say that. And just when the American Nightmare did get going, as there was a cowbell attached to this rope, Shinsuke grabbed that. He smacked Cody right in the head. Even then, Rhodes came back with a disaster kick and we got another one too. It was such a strange match. Cody then landed the bionic elbow, so Nakamura exploded his ass with an exploder. When Cody decided, well, I'll give you a pedigree, and he got another near fall. I watched the whole thing going, imagine if Cody Rhodes loses here. And again, given the weekend, maybe he would. It was the most amazing wrestling tennis match ever, though. And this is when Shinsuke Nakamura was going to use the mist. As ever, I was like, what an amazing mouth you have, because why isn't it burning you? But by this point, Cody had learned, and he turned the tide. Because he wiggled out of this and hit the crossroads, and of course he got the win. But he actually didn't. Shinsuke Nakamura kicked out. Look what it's done to me. What are we doing? This is when Nakamura went for the Kinsasha, though. And this time, Cody did block it by basically using the ropes and smashing him right in the balls. When he hit another crossroads and he got the one, two, three. And I was like, there is no way Raw can end like that. And I was correct because Drew McIntyre teleported in. He, Claymore, kicked Cody, which meant Raw did finish with a McIntyre standing tall. So once again, I was like... They're clearly biding for time. I do want to reiterate, though, this match was really good. So, of course, I'm going to give it an up. And look, there is a groundswell for Cody right now, which makes me feel warm and fuzzy at my tum-tum. But I can't get away from this confusion. The story was so obvious. It was right there. And when we were going to go left, we just swerved to the right. So, look, while it is fun, it still gets it down. WWE were doing so well with their tails. Now it's gone all crazy again. As you probably figured out though, I'm still having a great old time, so Raw is going to get an up, but I totally understand everything that has been said. That's what the comment box is for. Let me know. Also, please do like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Click the video on the screen, which is ups and downs for AEW Collision, to make sure you join in with that. But otherwise, have a terrific week, my friends. Remember, it is just wrestling. Everything's going to be okay. Take care of yourself. See you soon. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.